What's up, hybrids? Welcome back to another episode of the Phantom Hybrid Podcast. This is Hanako, and I am here with Anthony and Michelle, and we are discussing episode seven of House of the Dragon. So, start with a funeral and with a wedding? Yes. Like, the way that they're telling the story it almost seems like in the same time span. One wedding and a funeral? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. This okay this was a messy 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 episode this was a very dark very (laughs) that's an understatement so let's go ahead and talk about this darkness very much in mind of season eight of game of thrones like i have room darkening curtains downstairs in my living room where i watch this episode because that's where i have my big tv i have all the lights off in my house had the room darkening curtains, still couldn't see shit. Like, <laughs> I understand you guys are trying to set a mood, but we can't see nothing. I, I think, nothing. I think they went with all natural lighting, like, <laughs> like no artificial light whatsoever. So when they were walking on the beach, that was straight up moonlight. <laughs> it was, that wasn't even Didn't see nothing. Nothing. Which I guess for me was good because I understand this is a story. I understand this is Game of Thrones. I understand incest is the name of the game here. I did not want to have to look at Damon and Rhaenyra getting it on. So I'm kind of <laughs> glad it was dark. Like I couldn't even look, like I just tried looking at it for a second time. I couldn't even I couldn't even watch that scene. It's difficult. Is it? I was like, for me, well, it was. Why, why, why was it difficult? Yeah, I'm just curious. I, you know, I guess it's different. Like thinking about Game of Thrones, and we know about you know Jamie and um, Cersei. Our first episode, right? Banging, <laughs> but they were grown. You yeah. know what I'm saying? John and Daenerys, and we already right. But of course, again, with John and Daenerys, they didn't know. But again, they were grown. In well, this epi- in this episode, even though both of the characters were grown, we've seen Rhaenyra from a child. You know what I'm saying? Lust- lusting after her-, her uncle. And it just felt very weird to me. Because even though she's a grown-up in this episode, she's making her own decision. And I like the way that they actually played that. Like, she was the, I'm not going to say aggressive, but she was the one who was in control of that situation. Damon basically was like, I'm a yeah, she she took the lead. And and I mm-hmm. like that. It was just still so weird to me. Because I'm still thinking about teenage Rhaenyra in my head and how long this attraction, obsession, I don't know. It's been yeah, going on a while though. Yeah. So it just, I don't know, it felt weird to me. So okay. I don't I don't know. Which is weird. Because I don't normally get bothered by stuff like that, but it was just kind of like, but that's your uncle, and you know that's your uncle, and it's just out. It was I don't know. It just struck me as weird. I don't know if it was because they made that scene, I guess in a way, a little more intimate than previous scenes. Like the only other, the only other sex scene we've really seen in this show so far was uh, Rhaenyra and Sir Kristen Cole, which was also very intimate. But again, they were both closer in age. So it didn't bother me as much, and they weren't related, so it didn't bother me as much. 
And then, you know, you see Allison and the King, which was gross by any stretch of the imagination. So it was like, oh, okay. But yeah, I kind of, I kind of got those same vibes. I was just like, mm, I don't know if I want to watch this. Like, yeah. okay. And they, in, in this, they really care about each other too. It was just different how they were acting towards each other. Yeah. I didn't find it weird. I think the thing that bothered me too is because in the book all of this takes place within a six month span and the way that they presented it in the show it's almost like okay we buried your wife in the morning and at night yes. you're sleeping with someone else and then the next day it seems like you've got you've gotten married that's you know because there's no sense of time in this mm -hmm. episode so it just I don't know it just all I loved the episode for what it did give us but the timeline thing is bothering me yeah and i understand because it that because it's very cold and insensitive like you literally just put her in the water yeah i agree to that that what bothered me was that literally you was watching him with your eyes at the funeral did you not wait a few months just to confess your love. I'm just but day day being day day, you know, he's just over there. I mean, it just took him, I don't know. <laughs> They've been apart for 10 years. I know, yeah. but still. Well, like she like... said, he he abandoned her. That's how much she feel for him. Like, you know, that that's that's her man. She she really wants him, and he abandoned her. Not once, but twice, if twice. you think about it. Yes, yeah. mm -hmm. because he abandoned her in the uh, brothel, and then he mm -hmm. abandoned her again on the murder floor, dance floor of her wedding. <laughs> yeah. So yes, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but their interactions with each other, you're like, okay, so y'all don't care about anybody else. Like you care no, for your wife, day day Damon care for his wife, like he said. We were in love. They were just enough happy, or mostly, we were mostly happy enough. Happy, happy enough. enough. Yeah. We were happy enough. But I, the way they were interacting and their forehead touching and the intimacy, I'm like, okay. It just, it was very, it was very inappropriate for where we were in the episode. I'll seven. put it like yes. that, and I yeah. think that's mm -hmm. probably what really bothered mm -hmm. me. Like, mm -hmm. like I said. His in-laws, his in-laws so in land, her in-laws land. It, it it was just, there they, was just, and at the same time, the kids getting into it. Like he was like her uncle, her brother-in-law, <laughs> not, <even>. not her <laughs> husband. <laughs> it was just a lot. But yeah, I think, I think okay. really the whole time thing for this episode is kind of what got me because like I said, it seems like all of this is happening in the same course of time as opposed to it happening over the course of a few months. You know, a few months, even even a few months is kind of quick. But I, I don't know. It's just, like I said, it seems like this is the same 24-hour period. Like, damn, let her body get, like, like the water ain't even seeped into the coffin yet. Just and, and 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 truthfully too, with the little bait and switch at the end, Sir Lenor isn't even quote unquote dead. 
for a good amount of time before we see a yeah. wedding. I, I was going to say his body's not cold, but it was a, a fire. <laughs> well, technically, but even even though... But you know. know what? Just like they said in the show, people going to talk, they let them talk. I know, but God... Let them talk. And you know what? If it's just the adults, I can understand. You got children who are in their feelings about some of the stuff that's going on here. Right. But yeah. Especially, we'll, we'll that, especially can... Luke. Was serious? He's he's really in his feelings. Like well, he's like actually both of them are. Jace Jay is too because Jace is the one who is making it very clear to his mother. I know that was my dad. Like we, yeah, I understand. Yeah, but we here my cousins lost their mother. He said, but um, I'm in a similar predicament. Yeah, but <laughs> but, but that's not quite like Lucy's like. I, if I'm if I'm Lord of Driftmark, that means everybody's dead. I know. <laughs> Throws his toy horse over the <laughs> No, he didn't throw it over. He grabbed he, it and he, he left with he? it. Oh, I thought he knocked it off, but Mm-mm. he grabbed it. He yeah. grabbed it and walked he's, away with it. But that was, I was like, yeah, he, he's way in his feelings. Way in his. He's like, he's like I don't want to yeah. be going anything because that means my whole family everybody's is on dead. that. Right. Everybody's dead. And, 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 um, Corliss can say nothing. He's like, well, I mean, well, clearly, sure. everybody's in their feelings in this episode. Yes. Everybody. Nobody more so than Queen Alicent. Make you know sure what? I say it right. I don't even know. <laughs> you trying not to say Alicent? <laughs> yes, please don't. I don't even, like... Okay, so one, we're at a funeral. Emotions yeah. are going to be high anyway. Mm-hmm. You know... Lord Valarion is giving the eulogy at his niece's funeral. And I forgot what it was. He said something. Throwing um, shade. Well, yes, he was throwing shade. Pure, pure Valerian blood. While looking at Rhaenyra, first of all, I know Rhaenyra was like, I'm about to cut everybody's eyes out if y'all keep looking at me. Damn it. And there's something about the blood thinning out. I think that's when um, David started giggling. I think it is what what was it that he said? He said something about he did say something about the blood being pure. He talked about them being from the sea and being strong from it. And then he said something else that and I meant to write it down when um he said and Damon just kind of giggled and everybody just looked at him. I'm like, y'all, this man is burying his wife. Whatever y'all think of him, let him let him act however he gonna act. Yeah, that's but he, the thing. But he, he knew where it was going, yeah. so that's why he just like whatever. That I mean, was, so much shade at Idiot. this whole funeral. Yes, Queen Alice. I mean, can her disdain be any more obvious on her face? I mean, first of all, all the time. First of all, let's talk about the fact that you sitting here openly looking at her and just trying to figure out what's going on and you know paying attention to the pieces while your father, the new returned Lord of the Hand is sitting there during the eulogy. You know. This has to be the first time I saw someone get fired and then rehired to the same position. <laughs> like, <laughs> it didn't, nothing changed. It's the same problem. It's the same person. My question is, why is nobody With the same else, motive. Why is nobody else questioning, especially, okay, we're probably going to be all over this episode. I don't think I'm going in order because I have things to say that kind of tie in. So the whole scene that happened 
with the fight with not not with the kids but with the adults when Allison mm-hmm. you know went batshit crazy and tried to attack Rhaenyra or tried to attack her sons when she went when that open accusation was made in the room about the legitimacy of the boys um you know um paternity that would have been the perfect opportunity for Rhaenyra to very calmly Oh, okay. So you want to accuse my children of not being um my husbands? So whose children do you think they are? Oh, Sir Howard Strong. Oh, you know, it's really coinc it's really coincidental that this is the person you're accusing of being the father of my children. He and his father just died. And, oh, look, your father has his old job back. How nice and how convenient. I would have I would have pulled that out because then everybody would have been looking at Allison like, oh, you know what? That is really that's mm-hmm. a that's a strange coincidence. Would have taken all the heat off of Rhaenyra. Cause you tell me, okay, yeah, she might have slept with she might have slept with somebody else and and produced some children. Obviously, her husband ain't got a problem with it, because if everybody else in the kingdom got eyes, his ass got eyes too. And if he is loving on these boys and claiming these boys as Valarions. Who are y'all to say anything otherwise? But over here on your side, two men are dead. Just so your father mm-hmm. can have his position back? Hmm. That seems like something worth visiting. That's just that's just me. That's how I would have played those cards. I don't understand why Renee. Uh, it, I, I think she played, I think she played the smart card. She did. She was like, okay, they want to play this game. How about this? Hmm. He called my child a bastard. Where did he hear that from? Yeah. You know, like someone had to have said something and anyone who says that is guilty of treason. And if they're guilty of treason, they should be put to death. So we never did revisit that question. Yes, we and did. I can't believe because because when when Amon said he heard it from Aegon and when the queen questioned Aegon Aegon answered that the way anybody should have answered it. He was like, we all know. We all yeah. know lies. Aegon had the smart smart answer. Yeah. Yeah, Aegon was like, uh, everybody... Because he must be was... thrown under the bus now. Yeah. He was like, who, me? He's the master of deflection. Okay. Everybody, knows. everybody knows. But here's the thing. Even if someone had come forth and said, oh, yeah, I was the one to breathe in. Do y'all remember who the king is? Because apparently this king, his son has had his eye gouged out. He didn't do shit. His daughter just got cut by his wife and with his dagger. Yeah. He didn't do, do shit. Didn't do shit. Because that, I'm gonna tell you, that's that's a that's a murder. That's a treasonous offense. It is. She should have been executed, thrown in jail at the least. Mm-hmm. At the least. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, what what was I said when we podcast a couple of weeks ago? Anthony, Viserys is weak. Yeah, yeah. Viserys is a punk. Yeah, he did. Like literally, your queen stole your dagger, went to go attack your daughter and grandson. Yes, the heir to the throne, the which we to seem the to forget. The heir to the throne to and her and her heir apparent. Right. So all and this protection over the queen. People, you got to sit there and tell people, I am your king. 
y'all will do as I say. Bro, if you got to tell people, if you got to remind people that they supposed to be mm-hmm. doing what the fuck you say, mm. Mm. let me tell you something. Ain't no, it's, since, it's just... since, okay. I like this part of the conversation, but since we're jumping around, mm-hmm. can we talk about your boy, uh, Chris and Cole, and your friend from Outlander? Because it was a couple of times he looked at him like, right. dude, don't, don't, don't. 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 <laughs> he's like, don't. don't. Right. And like when she said, go take his eye out, you let him choose it. He's like, she's like, you're sworn to me. He's like, uh, to protect you. No, no. First, your boy from Outlander looked at him. Oh, I- I'm sworn to protect you. Because <laughs> he, it was that looked like you think you a badass, but you can try that shit if you want to. Yeah, try that shit with Sir Harold. <laughs> try that shit <laughs> if you want to. You. I would have loved to have seen, you know, a little little fighter. We know Graham can do some stuff from Outlander. You know, he he yeah. can get physical when he needs to. But he didn't do that once, but he did it twice. Like, try that shit if you want to. Right. Because <laughs> the first time Cole was smirking when it was coming out about the kids calling bastards. <laughs> yeah, he's like... <laughs> He looked at him like, like we're supposed to be quiet in the background. That's what happens when you get too comfortable with the queen. Right. His, his ass should be dismissed from, from he the should have. Well, that's another day and another story of how you can keep your job after you murder someone, but you know, and get and and, and get an upgrade. Get a promotion. Get an upgrade. <laughs> oh, but so. you know what? Had he had he actually tried to go after Rhaenyra's uh children at that moment. Oh, I bet you Rhaenyra would have been singing then. Oh, how yeah. is it that you were still King's Guard? You were the one who deflowered me. What? Right. And that's what? a treasonous offense, too. Right. Mm. So, and then how are you going to do that? Okay, we know the kid's real father is. Sure. But you are, you're in the, their home, though. You know what I'm saying? Lord Corliss' home. You're in their home and you about to attack. His grandson. Okay, so let, let, let's That was that. a cool thing when when But the kids did go behind him too. Well, you know, Sir Harold, the first thing like moved him over. Like, oh shit. The first thing Sir Harold did was he went over there where she was and kind of he was talking to Cole, like stay your hand, but he was also going over there to the drift mark soldiers because this warrant to also protect. Mm-hmm. Rhaenyra and her kids mm-hmm. because they are Valerians right. by marriage. Right. So he was over there like, well, hold, y'all hold up. And then, you know, Damon being smart, he was like, hey, Cole, no. Because mm, he saw not, it coming. Not nah, right yeah. now. Okay, <laughs> but see, this is the problem that I have with Damon in, in this episode. And I think also, too, just the way that they're kind of writing him. So you walk into the room and you're looking around and you're seeing what's going on and you, you're listening. Your girls are over there with bloody lips because they done been smacked and punched around and everything. Why are you not over there taking care of your children or seeing to your seeing about your children? But when Rhaenyra gets gets cut, you come over and you stand over there next to her kids and you are being affectionate where her children showing your your loyalty but your children still over there standing behind a granny and we ain't seen you interact with them at all in this episode at all you had a fucking funeral for their mother 
you standing over to the side, your children are over here being comforted by their cousin and their grandmother. That's the, but you had time to go over here and, and show who you're loyal to. And then you had time to go over there and be sexing on the beach. I had a problem with that. I, I got and, nothing. And I, I, well, no, we did discuss something. Well, one is kind of hard because I guess we know that side, we know side things where they do have um, scenes. He does have scenes with the kids and they cut it out. So I don't, you know, we know but what they're trying to, to do with that. it. We do. However, it's just, I feel like we talked about it before. His girls had, like, even at the funeral, grandma is down. Grandma gonna pull the pins out her hair and stab people for those girls. Mm -hmm. They don't need protection. But I'm sorry, Rainier boys do. They have no, really no father figure. Yeah, the father wasn't even there. The father's not there. And he said that, you know, I I mean, I do love them, but I I wasn't father enough. They real father is like birth to a pope. Mm -hmm. Right. And you got this woman trying to protect her kids against all others so i can see that she needs some more assistance than your own girls i didn't say it was right now i didn't say it was right and he probably did his head i bet my daughters beat their ass too yeah. but the side note what was hey, it? Some of the, Lenore, the memes when, when, for this episode somebody was like oh you know them damon's kids <laughs> yeah when, when she they, was they, they, he wasn't worried about it in he, the he, face. He, he wasn't worried about it um was this was it this episode the last episode where Lenora said I should have been there, and Renera was like that should have been our house words. It was this time, <laughs> this episode because he was saying was this Sorry. episode. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, yeah, right. I should have been there. Mm-hmm. Those should have been our house words. Even though Allison tried to you know throw that out there, where is their father? Where is their father? Um, he trying just to lost do, his she twin to, sister. She was trying let to let that man go grieve whatever way. No, I know she was trying to get it off because she wasn't sure if her son was gonna call her name. Right. So, he looked at her. So she like he told you that lie. Oh shit. Um, um where, where's their dad? <laughs> but then you want to throw the dad under the bus. I bet he's entertaining the young squires. And then his mom and dad turn and turn look at her like bitch, please say one more word. That's what I'm saying. I, I I get what you're saying about Viserys. Viserys really should have. He really should have done something with Allison. Like you, you are literally letting her blatantly. She talked about how she, how Rhaenyra was blatantly flaunting and blatantly disregarding. How about you? And that's why I loved it when she when she said, "How about all that that righteousness you're wrapped up with is mm-hmm. gone." Mm-hmm. <laughs> they see he see you for who you truly are. It's like, yeah, right then there in that episode, in that scene, we really saw, oh yeah, you really are jealous of Rhaenyra. That's the whole reason for your mm-hmm. attitude because of the mm-hmm. fact that she's been able to choose freely mm-hmm. what she wants to do, who she wants to do, and you stuck there with this old man that is literally falling apart. Mm-hmm. She just. She has the life that you want. You may be the queen, but Rhaenyra has the life that you want. And you just made it plain to everybody that you're jealous. Mm-hmm. Now everyone sees you for who you truly are. And then you pull the knife. You are about to take a boy's eye out. So let's let, let let's talk about this. Let's talk about this boy. I'm sitting here watching this scene. And all I can hear is Casey in my head. That boy need a whooping. 
that boy need a whooping. She always <laughs> says that with errant kids on these shows. Okay, so the first thing is, why is it that it's nighttime? Eamon is all the way across the island. You are the prince. Uh, you are the prince. You are the son of the king. Ain't nobody out there looking for you yet. That's the first problem. No, nobody is. First problem. Otto was concerned. Otto was concerned for Aegon. That was it, because he's the king to be. He's your king to be. So, so with Aemond, it, it's kind of hard for me because I wanted to root for him. Me too. You know, I wanted to root for him, but then he had to smack the girls around. No, and I, I could even be okay with the dragon. Me thing. too. And I was kind of like, it was a great scene too. I love the scene. I was like, okay, they can stop calling him, you know, pig, dragon. He gets an actual dragon. But, but he then he wrapped himself up with all that attitude. As soon as he get off the dragon. <laughs> you didn't have to say that when that was disrespectful as fuck. Yeah. It, I mean, it is. But I mean, he just went with instincts. Yeah. You did what I'm saying? He went with and said he's always going in the dragon pit. He tried with other dragons. They just didn't allow it. But this one let him get close. However, instead of saying, you know what? I I, I didn't mean for this to happen. I'm sorry, ladies. I just was out there. I was curious. We end up bonding. No. That sucker got off that dragon and was like he was the king of the world. He wasn't acting like that before with his brothers and, and cousins. It's like your typical bully. He was being bullied and pushed around, and all of a sudden he get a little power. All of a sudden he he's a bully now. But then he smacked the girls around. Oh, but no! <laughs> even before that, he insulted them. Yeah, yeah. talking about your mama dead. Yeah, yeah, and you should have claimed. Like I said, okay. same day. Who thinking about that kind of stuff when they just buried their mama? Right. And I, I guess. So, thinking back to an earlier scene during, you know, the whole repast or whatever you want to call it, when Jaceris is over there comforting the girls over there just standing with the girls, and Rhaenyra walks over to the girls, she gives Jace this look like gone somewhere. First of all, let's keep up appearances. That's still supposed to be your grandchild. You don't have to treat him like that. Yeah, but he got up, you know, he moved over to the fire, and Eamon moved over to the fire too. And the way that Eamon was looking at him, you know, like I said in the last episode, it seemed like the boys all got along pretty good up until Allison got into Aegon's head. Then you start seeing kind of the tension between the boys, but it was almost like Eamon came over and wanted to say something to Jaceris. I don't know if he, I don't know what that could have been. He could have been, I, I mean, okay, let's let's talk about it. At this point, everything is in the air. Everybody is looking at Rhaenyra and her boys. They're on Driftmark with the Valarions. Those boys are supposed to be Valarions. They look nothing like anybody else in that family. We see all the other family members with the silver hair. Those boys don't look nothing like those people. They don't, like you said, and they don't look mixed. They don't have silver hair. It would have even been okay if they if they had the silver hair but still looked like Rhaenyra or if they kind of sort of looked like Lenor with a different with different color hair. 
but those boys look yeah. nothing like that family. So you've already got this tension. These boys, Amon and Aegon, they're they're hip to all of this. They know that this is what the word is about their cousins. And I kind of sort of feel like on one side, Amon wanted to maybe, I don't know, sympathize with Jace because like Jace said, um, we're technically in the same position. We just lost a parent and grandparent too. But of course they can't say that because that's, you know, Mm-hmm. That would get Rhaenyra in trouble. Yeah. But I don't it, know. It, I, it seemed, no, you're right. I think he did come over to just even just talk to, hey, we're at a funeral just to talk to my cousin. Right. You know, hang out. And, and something then stopped like, him. He got he froze and it's like he remembered, oh, we're not supposed we're not supposed to mm-hmm. like them. And then he turned around and walked off. You know? And it's just I, I wanted to be kind of like okay i kind of sort of like him oh maybe then he took off and i was like oh he finna go claim a dragon or he finna Mm -hmm. go try to claim a dragon Mm -hmm. i didn't remember until i read something else earlier today i didn't remember that vagar was his dragon you know and i was like oh okay so that's how he got him okay i understand but his whole, like you said, his whole attitude when he got back into the mm-hmm. cave and the girls were like, it's you. He was like, yeah, it's me. Like, mm-hmm. dude, these are still your family. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Might be distant at this point, but they're still your family. So then he he shouts the thing about her. You know, she was like, that's my mother's dragon. It was supposed to be mine. Well, your mother's dead and you should have... I was like, yeah, he need to be punched. Yep. So when they all started fighting, you know, some people are like, well, you know, they shouldn't have did this, whatever, whatever. You know, um, Jace uh, gouging out his eye, you know, he brought a knife. I'm like, he probably realized, okay, so we already see that when it comes to training these boys... The Targaryens have gotten preferential treatment because Sir Kristen Cole is the one that's training them. Mm-hmm. So already, you know, they're going to be more skilled. They're probably going to be a little more vicious. I mean, we saw that on the training ground. So whatever the case may be, Jaceres did not know that it was Aemond who stole the dragon. He got woken up out of his sleep. Hey, someone just stole Vagar. He went with his cousins to try to pro- maybe try to protect try to figure out what was going on he didn't know that was going to be somebody close to him or somebody you know he didn't realize that but then Eamon when he's sitting here and he's fighting all of them not once but twice when Luke is on the ground he has a boulder he is about to smash Luke's head in not once he was was thinking about it twice No, yeah, that was wasn't no thinking about it. That was yeah, a, I'm was, about to smash it. your head mm-hmm. in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Luke threw the sand in his eye. And then, you know, Jace gouged his eye out. But I mean, even the first time that he was about to do it, the girls were looking at him like, no, don't do this. He was serious. He so, was. I, you know, I blame, some people I, like, he didn't deserve that. You know what? That little boy got exactly what he deserved. Yeah, I, I blame Alice Allison. I want to make sure I say it right. I, I blame Allison because 
she she poisoned them mm-hmm. because yes, I, I really i'm like you they really probably were getting along they were growing up together and everything that um that Viserys was saying in the last episode well the previous episode mm-hmm. about the boys being together and playing together mm-hmm. that's how it was supposed to be mm-hmm. but she didn't jack their minds up yep she didn't mess them up because of her issues mm-hmm. her jealousy you know, because you know, because, thing you know has- I, I I still think she should have been like, you know, telling um, telling uh, what's his name, Aegon, be Viserys's best friend, you know, be be his boy, be his road dog, because that you might end up being hand of the king. Yeah, but instead, you promised your daughter to your elder son, so you didn't have to make that deal with Rhaenyra from last week. Last- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We but find the, that out but too. The other thing too, but he, is... he didn't. But he he actually doesn't want it. <laughs> he doesn't want her. <laughs> this is like it's my sister. Mm-hmm. I like you know. I like them over there. You know? <laughs> he didn't care about the fact that she was his sister. He cared about the fact that, as he says, she's an idiot. She's not like us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was like... what he was cared about. Yeah, that's what that's his concern is. is. He said, "At least we have one thing in common. We both like long legs." <laughs> <laughs> but here's the other thing about Allison. She is doing all of this and she is so paranoid based on the stuff that her father told her 10 years ago. You literally have brought this situation into your household because had you have been just a steadfast supporter of Rhaenyra like you were, continue to speak up. She will be a great queen, whatever. Mm -hmm. Rhaenyra would not be thinking about, oh, it's us versus y'all. You know, this whole dance of the dragons, we know, a, you know, even if you're not a book reader, you know a little bit about what's about to happen. I mean, it's obvious, especially that whole scene where you've got the blacks on this side, you've got the greens on this side. It's obvious there is about to be a war in House Targaryen. You brought this on. You brought this on because your daddy got it in your head that Rhaenyra, your best friend, when she ascends the Iron Throne, if somebody challenges that, she's going to kill your children in order to stake her claim. And because your dad put that in your head, you ran with it. You allowed it to make you paranoid. You allowed it to make you angry. You allowed it to make you bitter. And now you are literally bringing this into your household. If you didn't have this kind of animosity towards Rhaenyra because of something you think might happen based on what your father told you, House Targaryen could be thriving right now. Mm-hmm. There could be so much good going on, even if there was the, the question of Rhaenyra's children's um, parentage. Still, it would not have gotten to this point. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. because of your hatred, because of your jealousy, because of your paranoia, I feel like that that little prophecy that your dad gave you, oh yeah, Rhaenyra's going to put the sword to your children. That's going to end up happening at some point or in some way. Your children are going to die because of your paranoia. Mm-hmm. And not letting some stuff go. Let it go. <laughs> Without hanging with Mr. Toxic himself, Chris right. McCullough, I mean, like he ain't going to let nothing go. And you know, he has to, when, when the series asked him, who was, who was on watch? Like, who was supposed to be watching him? And Chris McCullough was like, uh, we're not supposed to protect princes against princes. Yeah, where were you? 
I know where you were. You were with Allison talking that shit about <laughs> about Rhaenyra. That's and where you were. The other thing about Allison. So you are so quick to cast suspicions on the princess and her choice of companions. You don't think people are probably doing the same thing with you? You are having nice candlelit dinners in your quarters with Sir Sir Laris. Sir Kristen Cole, yes, I understand he's your protector, but y'all a little too chummy for all the time. All, all the time. So if people, if, if that's how uh Rainier and Sir um um Strong. Yes, Sir for Strong her, were. Sir mm-hmm. Then why wouldn't people think that? I mean, yes, of course, you got the Targaryen children. I understand that. But still, you are you are a very young queen. You are a very attractive queen. And it's obvious you you can't be still having relations with your husband. He can barely walk. <laughs> right. So and I'm sorry. he ain't got but one good arm. Well, I will. You know what you're using that for. And I'm gonna go back real quick to Damon was wrong for the insult to his brother. The gods have been He wasn't he was telling the truth. Hard on us. He was telling the truth though. <laughs> he was like extremely for you. Especially for you, brother. Oh but he was telling the truth though. I mean he he, he was. He was. But he I was. but I do think that that it was sweet. He was asking, he was asking him to come back. The King's Landing. He's Up like, until this... he said, "I can give you what you need," and Damon was like, "I don't yeah, need you." Yeah, he should have said that. Yeah, he should have said that. That what is that? We all uh, ever since Falcon and Winter Soldier, you always got to that. that last one word. more, that one last always thing. That last word. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, Damon was listening, and he was, but he was, he was being honest. He's like, "Look, all think about it. They've said all the crap that that he has put up with Damon." That's his brother, mm-hmm. and he's gonna stick by him. He's gonna he may be mad for a minute, but he's like, dude, you're my brother. Come back. This was like he should just name him the hand. And I, I know I'm, I always talk about this, and I keep bringing it up, but Viserys keeps making the wrong choices. He he, he, he was right when he picked um Lionel Sir to be Lionel, the hand, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and or Lionel. Mm-hmm. yeah, but he he really should have have asked Damon to come back. <laughs> to you know, to be the hand, be his hand. How how else the be- what what better way to live out your days? Because he, he has to know his days are numbered. To have your brother as your hand, and your daughter ascend to the throne, and she would be his hand, mm-hmm. or he or would he be would her, be her hand. hand. <laughs> yeah, he would be her hand. So. I don't know. I don't know what's. I I don't know what's on Viserys's mind. I mean, obviously we see his health is not the greatest. I have a feeling that he's going to be gone after next episode, especially because they're moving so fast through this story. You know, I think think what's going to happen is they're using this season to tell Viserys' story and Rhaenyra's story. I think with next season, it's all going to be about the kids and, and that war. Because they're moving so fast through yeah, all of this. Yeah. You know, and like I said, I feel like they could have given us a little bit more time with some of the characters. Because, again, next episode, 
we have another time jump. So even the kids from this episode, we won't see them next episode. Mm-hmm. All new cast for the for the younger characters. We're gonna see them as I guess you know maybe early twenties, but I'm like, slow down just a little bit. I think something you said in the last episode that we recorded where. Maybe they weren't sure they were going to get a second season. Mm-hmm. And someone said that at Dragon Con, too. Yeah. They said that it's, it's, it seems like they weren't sure that they were going to get another season. So they tried to put in as much as they could into this season with the with the time jumps. Right, right. Yeah. But I understand next week time jump because we're like done with the kids right now. Yeah, and then they can't cover a lot of downtime. Like it would be yeah, because it'll be downtime and be like they gotta get old enough to to do stuff. You know, Damon and Renee moving into their new home, having their first child together. We don't need to see all that. Let's move on. Can Can we touch on um, Lord Corliss and Renice? Because Renice is like, dude, I let that shit go a long time ago. She yeah. feels and, she feels like what she said. The gods are pun- punishing them for their pride. Yeah, mm-hmm. for his pride. Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, there were like two Hamilton references in that scene. <laughs> legacy. What is a legacy? Oh. And I was like, that that came in my mind. And then something else that he said that sounded an awful lot like from Hamilton, but it's true. What. Oh, about the names. About oh, I, I wrote it down because I loved it. History doesn't remember blood, blood. They rem- but it names. remembers names. But he's kid, telling the truth, though. I he's mean, like, no one's going to remember, honestly, <laughs> what the kids look like or their parents. They would have just known that a, Ver- a Valerian ascended to the throne. Yes. Mm-hmm. And became a Targaryen. That's mm-hmm. all that That's they it. would know. But I tell but, you. But yeah, she. She really, I think, she had said in that previous episode that we are basically making our children targets. That we're putting them in harm's way yep. in all this uh, secession stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think she would have been fine just living on Driftmark mm-hmm. and just being themselves mm-hmm. and not being involved in all that crap. Because she saw how it worked out. It didn't work out well for her, so nope. move on. Right. And don't get your children involved in that BS. At all. Mm-mm. At all. To stay away from it. <laughs> right. But I mean, and, and I and I mean, let's be honest. She knows her family. Yep. Yes, she does. But now both of your children have married into the Targaryen family. This mess. And it's got messy. Lena mm. has already died. And granted, it wasn't through any fault of hers or Damon's that she died. I mean, it, it was the times. You know, childbirth is perilous for any woman, but you talk about back then when they had no modern medicine and they were just kind of at the mercy of the knowledge they had. I mean, that had nothing to do with it. I mean, I'm sure Rainice feels like, you know, like she said, she needed to be, she needed to be here. She needed our maesters. And I mean, Corliss said, you know, the maesters and pentos are just as good as the ones we have here. But I think for her as a parent, she He's probably feels like something more could have been done. Maybe Lena would have been more comfortable where she is. I mean, think about I it. I think Lena she did... she was more or less talking about her being home because mm-hmm. she said, you know, Damon didn't bring her back. 
because you know she wanted to come back but Damon mm-hmm. didn't want to come back yeah you know and and I think that was part of what was playing in her head too because yeah then if she was here then our mistress could have taken care of mm-hmm. her and so, if not I will still have my daughter she was here, here. I, you know to the end yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can see what's going on I can be her support and until she, the very end because ultimately she wasn't by her side she wasn't with her right through that struggle and right. and that's that's probably gonna bother her for a while. But she went out like a boss. <laughs> she did. But I, I I find it just so interesting and so sad that as far as Rayneese knows, both of her children went out through by fire. You know. That's true. Because That's true. of course we get the scene later on where after all of this drama. You know, Rhaenyra and Sir Laner, they have a talk. And he basically is like, look, Sir Carl is about to go to the step uh to the stepstones. He's gonna go back and fight. I'm gonna do my duty here to you because that is what I promised. And I have not, I have not stood by my word. I have not been the husband that you deserve. And I commend him for that. You know, mm-hmm. I commend him for saying, okay, you know what? Our family is under attack. I have not been the man I promised you I would be. He was like, we made an agreement all those years ago, and I've not really been holding up my end of the agreement. So I'm going to do that now. But at this point, I think Rainier was like, this is not going to work. It's not going to work. And then, you know, in, in this mind, she's already decided, I want Damon. And she mm-hmm. had that conversation with Damon, and she was like, look, let's do this the way it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be me and you ruling let's let's get this done and he was like well sir lanor would have to die and while they're having this conversation and they're going back and forth between these scenes i was really sitting there like is she really gonna kill sir lanor so she could be with damon because of course sir lanor does die in the books but the way they played it with this episode i will say is very often is is not very often that and Okie Doke surprises me. This one did. And I was so glad that they did it this way because Rhaenyra, you know, when they're having a conversation with Sir Lanor, she's basically telling him, I don't mind you for who you are. You know, he says, he says this line, um, he says, I hate the gods for making me the way that I am. And she was like, I don't. She was like, you're an honorable man. You have a big heart. None of this. She was like, that's rare. You know, and I don't think she ever held it against him the way that he was. It just, mm-hmm. she knew what she was getting into when they got married, when they yeah. agreed to get married. And they answered and, everyone's and, questions. They did try. They did Okay, try. everyone, they did try. Mm-hmm. However, it just didn't work out for them to have kids. And she even said, I really wanted your children. I wanted to have your children. But it it just didn't work out. And, you know, I've I've seen some people have conversations. They're like, well... Why didn't he try hard? I'm like, okay, I don't know if most of y'all don't understand how how it is being gay, but I have talked to enough people to understand. Yeah, and, and we talked about this last week. You can bring somebody else in to get it started or whatever, but if if he as a gay man is opposed to the pussy, as Lafayette used to say in True Blood, there is no way that that union is going to happen. I have enough gay friends who have tried to have sex with women to know it's almost like 
ill. How are you, how are you going to do what you're supposed to do? How are you going to perform what you're supposed to perform if you are repulsed by the very thing that you're supposed to, I mean, you know, with sex, it there there is a science to it. Right. And even, and it, even the other part that you got to understand, even, and even they said they did actually try mm-hmm. and they did it. But then sometimes people are not fertile. You like got to understand that last too. Week. He might That's be sterile. The other part too. So you just one, right. he just can be with her, and if he did be with her, it just it wasn't meant for him to have kids. Yeah. So it's nothing you can do about that. Mm-mm. But if you look at relationships with their kids, and um, it's Renee's right, Renee's, Renee's, Renee's. She's very close to her grandkids. And her children. Mm-hmm. Rainier's very close to her boy. She's always like hugging them, touching them. You already know I'm going with the third person. Mm-hmm. You slapping them. Your father, I mean, your kick, son, your father kicking, kicking him and shaking. Yes, like you like. Drunk. Do you really no, care? No, no affection. None. Yeah, she all. has none. Mm-mm. Not even when that boy eye is cut out. I mean, literally, you could be on his side, like, you know, rubbing his head or something. You know why? Because they're instruments. They're tools. Mm-hmm. They're not her children. No. Not not to her. They're, yeah. they're, 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 they're items to be used in her revenge and her, her plans or whatever. They're pieces mm-hmm. on the board. They're not, they're not children to her. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-mm-mm. They also is what's holding her prisoner. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got to think about that too. Yeah. So, like, and I mean, think about it, if you've been in it this this long, you, there's mm. really nothing for you to do, unless the king dies, unless your children all die, you're stuck. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I, we I can want... see right now, Viserys may not be much of a king, but that. That motherfucker is resilient as hell. <laughs> he is. Um, I, I do want to say I, I'm going to put a point in Day Day's column because, you know, at first, Michelle convinced me because at first I was like, yeah, this dude probably was going to kill him. But then I remember he really does believe in, in the power and strength of Valerian blood. He probably wouldn't. That he wouldn't have condone killing Lenor because he's a Valerian. Like he had a problem really killing the guard, but right. and his wife. And his and, and his wife because they weren't they wife. weren't yeah they weren't Rhea. Yeah Rhea. They weren't mm-hmm. Valerians. They weren't the old blood. Mm-hmm. And that and he believes in that. And he didn't care about them either. I mean we keep saying that he may not say it in so much words, but he actually did care about Lena, maybe even loved her. You know, mm-hmm. I I feel like in a sense through by extension, that means that he also cares for Lenor as her brother, as her twin, but also as Rhaenyra's husband. Like this is a man who didn't have to stay with Rhaenyra. When she had those kids that obviously are not his, he could have bounced. He would have been legally justified in doing so. He could have, he could have said, oh, no, those are not my kids. Rhaenyra would have been put to death. The kids would have been put to death. He would have been fine. He could have gone and lived his his little happy life, whatever. But he stayed loyal to Rhaenyra. 
And she tells Damon that much. And I think maybe because of that too, he was like, oh, okay, you know what? You did what you were supposed to do. You kept my niece safe. You kept her kids safe. Okay, so mm -hmm. let's figure out how everybody can get what they want. Mm -hmm. Who cares if some random guard that we don't even know the name or the face dies? Yeah, okay, right. let's, let's kill him and throw him into the fire and make everyone believe that Lainor is dead. And I did feel sorry for Rayneese because that, that scream, like you just lost your daughter and now you've yeah, lost your son. I did feel sorry for her and Corliss for that. But then when I saw him in that boat at the end of the episode with his yarn hair cut off, going to live his best life with Sir Carl, I was like, okay, you know what? I can get down with this. Mm. I can get down with this. Because that means that as of right now, Rhaenyra and Damon aren't as bloodthirsty as I was beginning to think that they were. Like, oh, yeah. we want to be together. We're going to kill whoever it is we need to kill in order to be together. That's the way they presented it at first. They and did. And I was feeling see... some type of way about that. Right. Because I wasn't for Allison. I can't stand her. But then I was like, no, they can't do this to Renera now. I'm kind of having some bad feelings now. This man been good. You just said he was a good man. Mm -hmm. And you just want to kill him? Yeah. But but unfortunately, though, they weakened um, the Blacks because they lose not one, but two good knights and also a dragon rider mm -hmm. as well. Well, yeah. hopefully, because he dies, hopefully the girls, well, the one daughter try to claim the dragon. Um, I'm trying to remember Does it who, I don't know. who claimed um, sea smoke. I, I knew it, but I've forgotten who claimed sea someone smoke. Someone does, though. Yeah, someone does have sea so, smoke. But, but somebody was because saying that, that was, was, that was a, they were hmm? saying that it's going to be difficult for someone else to claim sea smoke because technically speaking, he shouldn't be able to bond with someone else because his dragon rider is still alive and he's bonded to him. So I was like, I wonder how that's going to work. Like, I don't think the bonds, I don't think the bonds are quite as strong as <laughs> like they are in the wheel of time, you know, between the Aes Sedai yeah, and the war. Mm -hmm. I don't think, I think it's more like imprinting okay. and less like a bond. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I, 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 I don't think it would be, it would be different if he was like standing around and someone was trying to ride sea smoke. Right. That's what As I was thinking to too. Him not being around, then sea smoke, like, sure, come on. You smell like you smell like a Valerian. Yeah, you smell like a you smell like a Valerian. Yeah, you can ride me. You know, okay. <laughs> I think I think that would be fine. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, our views on Renera was about to change, and I was feeling it until the very end. Mm -hmm. And then online, a lot of you know friends were saying, "Well, she wanted him dead, but Damon changed changed how it's going to happen." I don't believe that. I, I believe so. they were having this conversation of what needs to happen, mm -hmm. and then later they had that conversation of how we're gonna make this happen. I and I and that's that the too. conversation we didn't see is how are we gonna make this happen because she mm -hmm. just said how you have a great heart mm -hmm. and you hear him, you know, Lenore say, "Hey, you know, 
I have to do duty. And sometimes that's not going to go against what you want in your heart. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go with duty. And she's like, you know, this will free him. Not and this only will give that, us what we need. The thing that confused me at first was when Damon went to Sir Carl to pay him mm -hmm. off. I was like, Sir Carl has been Lenore's lover for how long? Yeah. I was like, and then I had to go back and look and listen to the conversation. And, and what Damon, he actually says to him. He says, you know, there are places across the narrow sea mm -hmm. that will ignore a man's name if you have enough gold. And then he gives him a purse. And then he was like, well, what do you want me to do? He was like, a quick death. I think at some point they had to have a conversation with about witnesses. What they were Mm -hmm. Yeah, it had to be a conversation about what they were going to do, because the way that Sir Carl walked in there and they were getting ready to fight again, this was before the second time I rewatched the scene. So I'm sitting here like, wait, what the fuck is going on when they start fighting and then the guard leaves to go get help? And then, of course, we're seeing the scenes interspersed where Damon kills someone and blah, blah, blah. And then when we come back. Sir Lenor, quote unquote, is in the fire. I was like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, the two things that were that felt wrong was Damon killing a random soldier. Yeah, it was like they came out and 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 Lenor's reaction to Carl being there. Why are you in my father's chamber? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Maybe I was waiting for you. I mean, yeah. it was yeah. those those two random things did. And then the the reaction he had to him just being in there, like we're gonna draw swords over this. Yeah, you could just tell him to get well, out. No, Sir Carl said to him. He said, "You've always looked down on me, or something like I, that." I know, yeah. but so. but the the it, he escalated it, but the, because they had the witness there. But I'm saying initially, why are you in my father's chamber? Yeah. Oh, you've always looked down on me, and we're gonna what? What are we fighting about? Yeah. And he and he never, but he never walks around like that. See, no, that's what he he doesn't even, yeah, so <laughs> we should have known from there. Like, dude, you normally don't even act like this. Yeah, but but yeah, because like when Damon, your man just got you from the ocean the other day. And I then, mean, and, Damon, and when Damon killed a girl, I looked at him, I was like, "What was that for?" Yeah, right, 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 <laughs> right. And I was thinking, like, the whole thing with Sir Carl. I was like. So money is enough to get you to turn on this man? Like th they were getting ready to go to Dragonstone and Princess Rhaenyra was like, you can bring them. Right. And you're going to turn. They have. What? I was so, so confused. Yeah, it wasn't adding up. And then when I saw Lenore in that boat, I was like, <gasps> I literally had a sigh of relief. Like, oh my God, oh my God, he's going to go live his life and he's going to be happy. And I felt so much relief, relief when I saw him get in that boat. Like, what what was the word earlier that Rhaenyra had called um, Day Day? Not deplorable. It was um, depraved or yes. something. Yes. <laughs> he's like, you think I'm depraved? And I was, Bishon and I were going back and forth. I'm like, if you look at the stuff Damon did, he he has always kind of been honorable. Like, even when he was head of the Gold Cloaks, you know, he enforced the laws just all in one night. <laughs> he still <laughs> killed his first wife. Well, that's up for debate. 
No, it's not a foot Still, debate. I mean, he could he assisted I in he her was death. trying to settle the horse. No, he assisted in her death. Her uneasiness is what set the horse off. Yeah, I'm on his side. I'm on his side. I don't it's, think I really don't think that was on purpose. I think that just happened to be a happy bonus for him. Yeah. I don't oh, think okay. he went now, there with now, yeah, I don't think he, he went there with the purpose because... to kill her. She she oh, he killed okay. her. He killed her so while nice. she was laying in there paralyzed. She was gonna die. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, so nice. Okay. No, seriously, go back again. I'm big on facial expressions and body language. Mm-hmm. Go back and look at that episode when he's when he's standing there. And then with his hood listening. on. Uh-huh. Huh? Yeah, I mean his hood halfway covering his face. He yeah, watched but see- oh, okay. I I've I've watched this scene a few times yeah, and I I, I I still but don't my, think he did okay. that on purpose. But my point was that we haven't seen him do anything overtly, like obviously depraved. Mm-mm. Really, it's it's all been motivated sort of by yeah, and the, the killing his wife was motivated too. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm saying I'm okay with it. I, I'm just saying he did do that, right? Yeah, I just it need was, to understand was... he did that. However, that was a means to an end. I mean, he yeah, needed he a new wife at the this, end, but this, I don't think I, I think that he needed that, a new wife. He needed to move that, up in that, the world. Was he a, wasn't gonna move was up a, with her. That was a mercy killing. He was cause yeah, because he was, was done with her. Well, she was struggling. She she probably she was barely and she was horrible to him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So he needed to get out of this situation. So you know he was abused. So yeah, and but the my again my point is even his reaction like you think I'm depraved like. He, I, I really think if you look at what we know about him, he really isn't the type of person that's gonna hire someone to kill somebody else. Anyway, now, poor no, guard, I think he would do it himself. The, the poor guard, like, unfortunately, you were just kind of in the way. Yeah. <laughs> he kind of needed you, so yeah, you know, that's true. That, that, but that's really not being depraved. That's just putting the plan in motion, right? So, but if you think about it, okay. Too, from if you're looking at it from Rhaenyra's point of view, because again, she's basing that that assumption on what she knows of him. You know what I'm saying? Or, or has so, been told about him. Right. So if you think about it, maybe in her mind, that scene where he left her in the brothel, mm-hmm. she may have thought, okay, well, the scene where he took her to the brothel first. Okay, that might be a little depraved considering she's 17, 18 or whatever, mm-hmm. but he was showing her a part of life that she would not have gotten still being in the castle, you know? Right. Oh, yeah. Okay, so this is something you can control, and this is not, you know, you don't have to sit here and be sexually repressed, or you don't have to sit here and do what everybody else tells you to do. There's more to life than what you've known behind the castle walls. In yeah. yeah. her mind, is depraved because of what she witnessed there, and then, of course, the fact that he left her there. But And we're going to give him give him some points because she said when you left me he was like you was a child so he's not to pray because he was like you were too young right he stopped himself and yeah, exited like, the situation well, he's, yeah mm-hmm. he's like this is you know this is not right even at the wedding she was like okay i'm I'm sure you got some weapons let's do this he's like yeah nah catch me in 10 years <laughs> yeah <laughs> and she did right <laughs> <laughs> She found her moment. She really did. She really did. So yeah, he's he's not because he even had the sense like, honey, you are a child. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He and like I said, even too. in the scene where she seduced him, he was hands off. He, he was hands off. 
He was like, like, oh, stop. Please stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> like giving her a chance to be like, okay, you know what? This is really not what I want to do. He was trying to see, okay, so how far are, how, how far are we going with this? Oh, we're going this far. Oh, okay. Well, I guess since we're here, she's a grown woman. She done said, hey, she grown. this is what I want. She grown want now. You. Right. She grown now. So her, his third marriage, her second marriage, and this is a better wedding for her because, you know, her first wedding started with a death. Somebody said, this yeah, wedding was the only two actual people wedding. in Westeros to get through a wedding with no one dying. <laughs> but I mean, technically speaking, somebody died at the beginning of the episode in order for yeah. them to even. But uh, again, that 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 bothers me because it feels like all of this the, happened at the, the guard died. I know it wasn't right before the wedding, but he made the it wedding wasn't possible. during the wedding. It doesn't count. Yeah, but this was a nice wedding <laughs> ceremony. <count>. Okay. <laughs> They were dressed up. They had their children there. It was well, a traditional, okay. a traditional Targaryen wedding. Yes, that's what very I'm similar to to Lyanna and Rhaegar's wedding. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. And it was very like intimate. Like they were like, you know, when people are very close and then their foreheads kind of touching and the side of their face. It's like if you didn't know anything, if you just came in and watched that part. Mm-hmm. The episode, you're like, man, these people in love. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't know that, you know, you really see him smile in an affectionate way like that. Right. He was like, it looked like happiness. Right. <laughs> I mean, you'd be like, wow. You just <laughs> didn't know what led up to this point. Both but... of them, they looked like they were happy. Right. Now, I can't hey, really well, see the this kids. Is finally, what we're No, the kids is like, what the see, hell is going on? Yeah, I can't see the kids' faces, but I'm sure they're like, what's going on right they now? They showed the kids. And they looked a little confused. Like, yeah, where did like this come I from? It, it feels like it all took took place all within the same time period. And um, I understand he a baby, but uh, can we please see the the, the other baby, the other Joffrey? child? Yes, I was gonna. I was gonna yeah. ask where was Joffrey at? He with the you know with the wet nurses. I know, but Aegon was two years old and he was being pranced around everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she's not gonna do that. See, she cares about her kids. <laughs> Okay, so she had a babysitter in the castle. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. The babysitter wasn't coming to the funeral with the baby. They weren't coming to the beach because she needs to get her groove back. So, you know, the babysitter was in that room with that baby. Okay, I guess Joffrey. I think they didn't want to mar this episode with a Joffrey. You know how <laughs> that goes. Oh, but you so, know, so 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 now. That Damon and I'm sorry that Day Day and Ray Ray are married. They're gonna have a baby. Why? <laughs> That's why we have to move forward. That's important. It is. Yes. And um, I, I, look, I have re- I have read far read enough in the book to know the answer to the question. <laughs> It's about to get interesting, yes. I mean, we only yes. have, what, three more episodes for this season. So I really feel like they'll probably get up to that point. But um, if they're moving as fast as they are now, especially with us seeing that the, the kids are a little bit older in the next episode, 
I have a feeling something major is about to happen in the next episode. And I think I know what it is, but I'm just kind of like. Well, you know, the series got to die. Well, okay, so two major two major things happen. Yeah, I think the service is is I think he's no he's not long for this world. No, because no, I mean he was no. struggling on the ship, I mean getting to the ship and he's having a difficult time. He's calling his current wife, his <laughs> ex-wife's his name. Wife. I mean funny. he's just that shit was funny. And if people wasn't paying attention, you could have missed that. That shit was funny. Because he missed it. And I, I was it. like, I no. It. He called her. And he I couldn't figure out when. At the end of the episode, I was like, I don't know. Maybe it was when they were all together in the hall. And then we went further back. I'm like, yep, that it, there you go. You know I don't like freeze framing. and, and But we had to find it. But you know. Her so. and Sir Kristen are looking at him. And then Sir Harold was like, shall I see to Queen Allison? And he turned to look like, oh, that is her. <laughs> um, no, she um, all right. She all right. <laughs> like, look, she got she got her she got her other man over there with right. her. She she is okay. But I need her to fix her face because she just openly, just opening the Open looks on her face. Dang. Yes. Open this thing. However, I I loved how they did the episode, except for it being dark, because they built on that tension at the funeral, which led to the hall, and even how they did that just play with everyone in there going back with going back and forth with mm-hmm. um repercussions from the eye removal. So, and then Otto in the side, you got Damon on the left, Otto on the right. When they were in that hall, yeah, and as they, soon as she said, little... they, you know, they called him. They, what did she say? They started talking about the line, and they called them bastards or whatnot. Mm-hmm. He gonna step forward. Oh, so we are gonna start talking about this now? I like how he moved forward. Are we ready to talk about this now? That whole scene reminded me of um, Arya and Joffrey with uh, the wolf with Nymeria mm-hmm. attacking Joffrey going mm-hmm. before Robert. It was just mm-hmm. a whole lot more people and the allegations were way more serious. But mm-hmm. I tell you... It was the same thing because she was like, oh, it doesn't matter what direwolf we kill as long as we kill a direwolf. Mm-hmm. And she said, whoa, 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 my direwolf had nothing to do with this. <laughs> but yeah, that's a conversation for another time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it, it was... I don't know. Kristen Cole... I need for him to die. I need for him to choke on his, his, his. Some. I need. I need something to happen to him. Like he's really, really getting on my nerves. Really, but you know, Renera was. She thought really hard about what she was going to do. She did because when the boys she told thought, her, she thought about it. She was like, when the boys whispered to her, they called. You know, they called me a bastard. She mm-hmm. was like, oh shit. She was like, oh, okay, let's settle this shit once and for all. No, but no, she, well, took no, moment, she took she, a moment. She took a moment because she had to figure it. out, like, how do I play this mm-hmm. without it being an issue? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she, you can she tell that quick. she, it, for her, I'm going to say, I think she did herself a disservice by 
not playing the game. Like, it's almost like she sort of took herself out of the game. Mm-hmm. But it's obviously, obviously, she can probably play the game better than Allison can. Mm-hmm. But she's just not playing the game. You know what I mean? She's making little moves. She's doing little things. But she's not in the game like she needs to be. And now she is. Now she's she thinking is. about it. And that's when she was like, Damon, we need to secure this. Yeah. Now because, she sorry to say, this bitch is crazy. And she willing to come after me with a knife and my kids with a knife. Willing, she's, she's willing, willing to, to do anything. anything. To kill, to Which, the side of the way. then, Allison start feeling bad about everything that happened. And her dad, not being a great parent, said, oh, I didn't think I'd ever see a side of you like this. I love it. This is what we need. I don't think she felt bad about what she did. I think she felt bad about the fact that everybody saw her behaving. Okay, I go with that. She felt bad, but she, about something cloak, else. That cloak of righteousness. Right. Mm-hmm. About, but that was unbecoming <laughs> of herself. Mm-hmm. She felt bad about looking bad. However, you know, her dad is like, you're her, ready. Everybody saw her for who she truly was. No, but now her dad is like, oh, she's ready. She's getting better, though, because Laris, Lord Laris is like, hmm, it could be arranged. And she's like, no, let me be clear. <laughs> do not do anything. You're not taking nobody's eye. You're not killing nobody. You're not doing nothing. I don't need nothing she's, from as, you right now. Matter, as a matter of fact, I will let you know when I need something. Right. Because and that time up, will come. Yeah, but if you leave it up to vagueness and uncertainties, he's going to interpret it however he wants to interpret. But now she knows. But she now she knows. Now she knows. She you learned her lesson the hard way, but she right. learned it. She now she now be, knows. Got to be specific. She with now knows. Parents. She got some lessons from Daddy Otto. She, she has, you know, what I'm saying she learned about that consequence from last week. She's learning how you got to keep your emotions on check. Mm-hmm. And and Viserys told her, do not let your emotions control your cloud your judgment. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the key things of playing the game. Right. And that's what I said. Daddy Otto yeah. is giving her the instructions because he feels that now she is capable. That's what that's why Ned played the game so poorly. Yeah, yeah. Stark did, yeah. Let his emotions cloud his judgment. He should have threw them people in, in jail as soon as he found out and sorted out later. But no, he had to slow roll it. Yeah. Investigate himself. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I'm sorry, I went off on a tangent. That's, That's good. Okay. Kind of pisses me off. That's okay. <laughs> I understand. All Game of Thrones shows will be compared to the gold standard that is the Game of Thrones. <laughs> but, you know, I'm sitting here, I, I'm looking at the scene in the background where Viserys is questioning where, you know, Aemon and Aegon heard this, um, you know, heard these rumors. I find it interesting that Lord Corliss's brother is actually standing over by the queen and not by his brother and his family. I don't know if that means anything, but I just find it real interesting. I didn't even notice that at first. Mm. Well, you already know how he feels. He said it at the funeral. He did. He said, he said our blood is pure. Our blood is true, and our blood will not be thinned 
So we know where he stands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, is rest of the Valarians going to stand with him? We'll see. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I don't know because Lord Corliss, you know, yeah, your brother is the Lord, blah, blah, blah. But Corliss is the one who controls the seas. Corliss is the one who gave them their wealth. Corliss is the one who, for all intents and purposes, is the man. Right. And that's his grandkids to him. Mm-hmm. And they're going to take over. So they got the name. Lord of Lord of the Tides is his title, right? Mm-hmm. Again, I won't say it. History doesn't remember blood, but names. Right. So now that Lenor is gone, that means that Lucerus, right, is is now the the heir to Driftmark. Heir to Driftmark. Mm-hmm. Or yep. Lord of the Tides. Yep. Poor baby. He didn't want that title, but yeah, he is the heir now. Because you know, Renice tried to get him to, to give it to Le- uh, Lena's kids, and he was like, "You want me to cast a shadow on those boys more than what's already there?" I would say this: Lord Corliss and Sir Lainor, they they loyal. They they got they they got their families back. So they like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, you know what? Yeah, they're not ours by blood, but they are still ours. We are claiming them, and oh. they will get every luxury afforded. To that last name that they carry. He's, he's like, as far as he's concerned, those are my grandkids. Mm-hmm. And Lena was the same. As far as he was concerned, those were his kids. Now, I do have some issues with him gallivanting around and, and not... Because he's supposed to be a really good knight. So he should have been... Had a hand in training his sons mm-hmm. to be what they need to be and he was nowhere to be found no, he was that crazy. would be that would be my problem really with him is and i think that may be part of Rhaenyra's problem is you really should have been there mm. like you still could have done what you wanted to do but you really weren't here to help with your boys you like, should have had more of a presence yeah yeah mm-hmm. you should have more presence you should have been involved in their training you mm. and harwin together and no one would have questioned it if y'all were sitting there together Training mm-hmm. these boys. Instead, you know, you sword fighting with somebody else. Cross, the crossing swords in the yards and in the hay with Sir Carl. Yeah. Oh well, but Sir Lenor is now off living his best life across the yep. narrow sea. I'm happy for him. I know. Well, we don't have to worry about no no random Valerians over in Pentos. <laughs> running around, Peter patting around. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, oh. Even though I did look up who claimed sea smoke. Is it a spoiler if you tell us? Mm, not really. Not really. Because I mean, obviously, sea smoke has to be claimed. So who claimed who? Um, one. Some some kid claimed them. Some fifteen year old. He and his brother claimed two of the dragons, mm-hmm. and word was that they were bastards of Lanor, but they may have been bastards of Corlys. And the reason why the dragons took them is because they have Valerian blood. Ah, okay. So okay. Hmm. That's interesting. I will say this: this this episode did make me say. 
Okay, I gotta go finish that. I gotta go finish that book. I'm really <laughs> trying not because I know they're gonna change. I know they're gonna change some stuff, just like they changed say uh, Sir Lanor's death. I know they're gonna change some stuff. I still kind of want to be like, okay, I need to know what's going on. I I did look at Wiki last night. Just because I was like, okay, you gotta stay out. You gotta stay out of it. I'm trying, but I was like, you. after what happened in this episode, I knew something major was supposed to be coming up. I was like, okay, so how many years? And then when I'm looking, I'm like, oh. And then I looked at the preview and I was like, oh. <laughs> so yeah. I, I was telling someone today, I said, what what they keep talking about in interviews is that they have a lot of leeway with the stuff from the book because isn't some of the stuff from the book like secondhand and thirdhand accounts? All of it what, is. What may have happened? Mm -hmm. Like, is it might it's not like be... written by a mace? Oh, actually, this part of the story is written by someone named Mushroom, who Mushroom, was a yeah. court jester during Viserys's time. Mm -hmm. so, so you it, sort of have to kind of take everything with a grain of salt mm -hmm. so what we may be seeing on the screen is what actually happened mm -hmm. versus where the accounts are in the book which right. may have been like a perversion of the truth right so it's possible that Lenor actually did escape and was not killed but well, for the, the purposes thing about of the story they was killed yeah the thing about Lenor's death in the books is that he was stabbed in an open market so it's yeah. like there were a lot of witnesses to his death, which mm -hmm. uh, again, again that could have been, that, been yeah. that that whole story could not could be you know yeah there were a lot of witnesses there but how many witness accounts do we have in the book mm -hmm. one who may not have been there you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. so is I, I I I do like the fact that that's the approach they're taking. Mm -hmm. um, the similar thing was if you remember in Logan when they were doing the comic books and he was like, well, that's not actually what happened because, yeah. they, you know, she was leaving the comic mm -hmm. books and he's like, no, this, we didn't dress like this. No. So, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. I, I, I like that they're giving um, life to the story and, and taking some you know, poetic license with what happened in the book. Because, mm -hmm. you know, they, they have to have some, they have to have, they can't be constricted to what's happening in the right. book. Because right. Because we all seen the YouTube videos or we read the book and and YouTube videos have talked about it, the line of secession and all those things in the books and the books and the books. that You got to do a little something different. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> To protect you, my queen, <laughs> Sir, uh, Sir I'm Kristen. Sworn, I'm sworn He's to protect like, you. Right. I'm, I'm going to be I, honest. I, really... I absolutely love that scene. I know because I watched it twice the same night, but I absolutely love that scene because yeah. she really thought that she was about to do something. Right. But here's but... the thing. Uh, again, people are like, "How is it that Sir Kristen still has his job?" Yeah, yes, you swore to the queen. But the king told you, even though he ended up doing what the king told him, king told him to stay his hand. But how do you think that this person is supposed to serve you over the king? It's Kingsguard. <laughs> that part. Kingsguard. That part. 
I, I, I think other we, duties. We, we have talked about Sir Harold and like what is his purpose in the story? Mm-hmm. You know, like what is his purpose on the show? Like, why do you have this great actor, Gavin McTavish, just be like a background character with two lines and then with two looks, with two looks in this episode? That's why they hide this. Ass. Yeah, because it's coming. <laughs> he looked at he looked at him like really. Yeah, but in future episodes, this something's gonna happen. I think so. I think because so. Sir Cole is just out of control. Yeah. But see, the difference is Queen Allison got a king husband. Sir Cole ha- really don't have anybody, Mm-mm. so he has to make sure he does the right thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm sorry, and not but, listen uh, to her. Queen Allison, her ass should be in a tower right now. I mean, she she, she should. should. She should she be should. locked in a dungeon. Like you didn't even give the ch- you didn't even give the kids a chance to explain what happened. Nope. No, they they did get a chance. They tried to, but they all were yelling. They were, but <laughs> they were I mean, kids. but clearly you can see, like, if you look at everyone. Your son is not the only one who has some damage done to him. He's like, he just has some permanent damage. I mean, they got bloody nose, broken nose, blood, you know, swollen eye. That means they were just all fighting and it got out of hand. And yes, he shouldn't have had a knife. I'm just talking about if you just say kids playing or fighting. He shouldn't have had a knife. But he kept the knife. He the knife was still in its um in its hilt. He only pulled it out once Amen said something to him about uh you know uh calling him a bastard saying well at least my dad's still alive he was like uh so your brother doesn't know does he lord strong that was the only time that jaceris pulled out the knife and based on what happened in the scene he was justified in doing that you are calling into question my lineage right where i'm from the other funny thing about that scene though was as serious as Allison was making it out to be, as soon as he said, as soon as she said, they call the bastards, she goes, oh, that's just boys training y'all on their talk. Like, whoa, 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 wait, wait a second. Either, either this is serious or it's, it's not. not. And that's what I was trying to say. Like, even if we just took it at hand that they're fighting, okay, one had a knife. Okay, next time y'all shouldn't be, you know, fighting and, and actually have a weapon. Okay, he's hurt. We say our apologies. We walk away. But she made it out to be more and more and more, and it grew and grew until it's to a point where you're gonna be accused of something, mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, we're gonna change the subject. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, you um, open your mouth all right. these years, right? This is and, the but then when it then when it was more fire to the flame, and then it's like, okay, I still need an eye, eye for an eye. Well, we we start doing that with kids. That's what we're doing. My issue was that's what we're doing with kids and the future a future king. And then she goes, "If you won't do it, I'll do it." Like, what are we doing, ma'am? You really gonna go over to the boys? You think they gonna let you just stand over him and and cut his eye? Like, you need to control your emotions. Get it together. And 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 Kristen, poor Kristen. He was. She's like, I need for you to go over there. And take an eye. You can give him a choice because he was, looking at her like, he was like, what? "Wait, what?" And I then, don't think I could do this. And Harold looked at him. So Harold was like, "Don't even move. Don't, don't even move." And then when he move. tried to go protect the queen when she attacked Rhaenyra, Damon was like, "Nope, nope, nope." 
So but Harold I like, was like, oh, he got this. <laughs> he said, let me go stop these other dudes yeah. because they look like they might kill her. So let me let me hold them off. But I do I do like how Damon was just like at, at the back, just you know, leaning against the wall like shit. This ain't me this time. Right. Looking like, Ooh, there was a meme ooh. someone had posted about that. It's like, it had mm-hmm. nothing to do with none of this. <laughs> they, they opened the, he always leaned against something. But yeah. what's interesting that he did need to lean back, though. He needed to stay back because y'all both walk in together mm-hmm. when all this is happening. Where have you been? Um, I, I couldn't sleep, so I was taking a walk. And it, no, it didn't cross nobody's mind that they were together. Because how he he stayed in the back and she rushed in, mm-hmm. you you didn't think anything of it. But if they both rushed in and she rushed to her son, sons, and then he rushed to his daughters, we're like, where the hell are we all? But he did say, I think he did save Sir Christian Cole's life when he stopped him. Like when Christian was starting to run over there and he got it from Zyka and stopped oh, him. I, I, I think, think he saved Christian Cole's life. Yeah, because he would have killed him. Yeah. Yeah. Because if he was going to touch his boo. Yeah. Oh, Sir Harold would have killed him. <laughs> right, Somebody. right. Those, all now, those guards would have killed him. Here's the other interesting thing that we have not touched upon yet. So we were talking about Princess Helena and her babbling in the last episode. And it turns out she may be a little bit of a prophet. Yeah, she's an oracle. Right, because in the episode last week when we we're introduced to our character, you know, she's off to the side and she's she's saying these things while she's playing with the book. And when Queen Allison told Amon, don't worry, you will you will have a dragon one day. What Helena says that, you know, if you don't know the history or don't know what's coming up, seems totally random. She said, he'll have to close an eye. And in this episode, of course, he has claimed his dragon, but now he has an eye that's permanently closed. Mm-hmm. And he even says, he was like, do not mourn me. He was like, do not mourn me, mother, for I may have lost an eye, but what I gained, what did he say? What I gained I was, dragon. yeah, was far yeah. more. Far more. Mm-hmm. And, and she also talked about the two dragons spinning webs. And being interwoven. Mm-hmm. He's talking about the marriage. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. No one's paying attention to her. She's going to be like Cassandra. Truth. She's going to be making all these prophecies and no one's going to listen to her. Mm-mm. Until it's too late. I'm telling you. Oh, this episode. I mean, they it just. Messy. It was so messy. But it was yes, so it was. Good. It was That's so, so good, good, though. It was. Watching the kids fight, I'm sorry. I got some joy out of that. That was fun. I did, too. Especially when they it all pounced fun. on. When they all pounced on. And Let's I was, talk about was which like, one was it? Bela, Reyna, Ray, one of them. Whichever one punched him in the face and knocked him to the ground, I was like, yep. Didn't she hit him twice? Like, mm-hmm. she punched him once, and he was like, wait a second. She just do that, and then she did it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, they got a little bit of their dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, most definitely. Mm-hmm. Most mm-hmm. definitely. So, but um, the, the only thing that caught me by surprise, honestly, 
was when we were watching Renera and Damon on the beach, and then she started bringing up their old issues. I was like, oh, so she really been harboring this mm -hmm. for 10 years? I didn't know that. So that did throw me off. You have well, abandoned I mean, me. It. And I was you thinking when she, she first said it. Then. I know, but when she first said it, I'm thinking, oh, you lost your uncle. But that's not what she meant by it. She was coming as a woman, and I'm thinking, oh, okay, this is this. She was like, look changed. at what my life has become without you. Right. I Basically was like, saying, okay, I could have avoided me. all of this stuff. I could avoided, I could have avoided a loveless marriage. I could have avoided all this drama. You know, she didn't say it out loud, but if she had been with Damon, she would have had three Targaryen children by now. Mm -hmm. So she's like, yeah, you know what? I just went through all this stuff because you decided to abandon me. And mm -hmm. like you said, he was like, you were a child. She was like, well, I ain't no child no more. Let me show you. Right. So oh. that took me by surprise. I was like, oh, I didn't know she was holding these feelings for this uh, long. Uh, all because of one stupid phrase. Air for a day. Had yeah. you not said that. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. Had you not said that. He could have said Literally. all the other stuff. Mm -hmm. Had you not said air for a day. It would have been okay. It would have been all right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause he would have been the heir, at least until the the kids were, you know, the kids mm -hmm. were born. But if he had a told told his brother, you know, I'll marry her, he probably might. That's okay. not a bad idea, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I mean, because if you're literally putting together your son and daughter, I mean, it's not a big deal putting your your daughter and your brother together. They're Targaryens. I, I know, but it's just said, worse brother and sister. Oh, okay. Well, they can't really argue with that because Aegon married both of his sisters. I, 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 so. I understand. Yeah, Aegon the Conqueror, yep, he did. Yeah, I, I get it, but I'm just saying, it's just... And Daenerys would have, um, she would have had to marry that Viserys. Viser if, yeah, he if, was going to marry her. Mm -hmm. I think he said it. He was going to marry her. But then he sold her to Khal Drogo, Khal Drogo, which ended up yeah. being way better for her anyway. Mm -hmm. so. Of course. Way better. The serious got his gold crown. So <laughs> That scene. I love it. I was about to say. Never ceases. As soon as we get out here, we're going to watch that I scene. See, I, <laughs> yes. Okay. I think I watched it a couple of days ago doing one of my YouTube dives. In his speech afterwards, you don't even have to watch it with the um, subtitles. You All you got to just... do is look at Jason Momoa walk around like, ha, ha, ha. You're like, I don't know what he's selling, but I'm here for it. I'm buying. <laughs> yeah. Whatever it is. He's like, man, where's my horse? I'm coming, dude. <laughs> right? I'm, I'm joining you. Boy, let me Once again, we're comparing the show to the gold standard. That's okay. That's that's gonna happen. It's okay, but this is because like... I also thought about the scene um where when where the where Nymira attacked Joffrey. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Yeah, that was just like the scene in the cave. Very similar mm -hmm. to that. Mm -hmm. Joffrey being an idiot. <laughs> you know, Game of Thrones is the parent show. This is a good kid show. Very mm -hmm. good. They're doing a great job. The actors However, are the, all outstanding. Right. They are. 
they just picked a great person for Damon. I just, I'm the, I mean, he's leaning, he's just looking, he don't say anything, but you just feel his emotions and how he's, what he's he, thinking and what he's feeling. He does not have to say anything. He does oh, it. I mean, oh, it's oh. great. He had one of the great lines when uh, Sir Otto, Otto was like, yeah, welcome back. And he's like, hmm. A fat leech is always looking for the next meal. <laughs> damn, well, damn, damn, damn. <laughs> it's been some time, and you, you know, you we back at it. Right, we pick right up where we left yeah. off. Well, I mean, but think about if if you think about it, the way you keep saying it, Anthony, that Damon should have been the hand. Mm-hmm. Otto has been the hand not once but twice now. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I, I might be a little resentful too. Right. Yeah. Fat Leech is always looking for a steak meal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> and I, he feels like he feels like his brother is their meal. Like they're like literally. Mm-hmm. And look at him. Pretty much he is. Pretty much he is. I mean, the stress of this alone, I mean, he really should be in a coma. He should have been dead. Like, like I said, I'm I'm very surprised that. Of the age of 38. <laughs> and I oh, think even I think no, he's like 40s. I think he's like maybe 45. Now. He might no, I think I thought he was in the 40s because yeah. ultimately he still is young. It's just the disease is is yeah. deteriorating his body mm-hmm. faster than it should. So mm-hmm. he's not actually old. Mm. Yeah. But I think at one point in the story, at least in the books. I think at one point, like several years down the road, he actually, it says that he held a celebration to celebrate his restored health. So I don't know if he got better, if they found a cure, or if it was just that he wasn't deteriorating as quickly. I don't know, but. I think the new, the new maester was taking better care of him than the old maester. Because when the old maester was doing leeches, this maester actually was doing poultices. Mm -hmm. He amputated the arm. He, he's the one that's, that's, that's gotten him going this far. Okay. Yeah. You know, and if it it was still leeches, he would have been gone. Second, third episode. Yeah, and and probably if that other maester had been in charge of his care, he probably could have stayed whatever whatever it is is killing him. Mm, yeah, if he'd yeah. been char- in charge earlier. Earlier, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like though that finger when when once that finger started looking infected, it would have been gone. Yeah, even the related spread to another finger. Yeah, well, or the or the arm. or the arm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh well, did we for, did we forget anything? I think we. No, nah, I think I got with the with the fat <laughs> leech thing. That was the only thing that was left. That shit was funny, but yeah, there. You know what? There, there was even just thinking back to that that scene. There was so much shade being thrown around, and it's like yes. the way people were paying attention to Rhaenyra. Mm-hmm. It was bothersome to me. Like, I know y'all are looking at her like, this is the princess. She's here with her boys who don't, like I said, don't quite look like everybody else in the family. But I love Corliss for still being the grandfather to those children. Because again, we don't see, we see Rhaenys, you know, 
being supportive and being loving and affectionate to Lena's daughters, but you you see nothing but disdain for her with um mm-hmm. Jaceris, at least, you know, maybe it wasn't meant to be disdain, but that's the way I took it because of the way that she looked and he just kind of looked at her and walked off like he has no connection with this grandmother of his. Right. Or even how she looked at um Rhaenyra too. And I feel like you shouldn't because you know kind of what's going on. You knew what was going on. You knew your son was gay. Right. So you should probably understand that they probably had a deal going on anyway. And this is the best they they can do. So let's pretend. Mm -hmm. Because again, he's been supportive of her. He's been loving towards those kids. Right. You know, maybe like you you said, not as present as he could have been. But he hasn't been neglectful either. Like, this was the first time I've seen Viserys interact with a- Aegon and Aemon. I'm just saying. That's true. Wow. Allison over there slapping Aegon. And, like, uh, what's that for? Uh, oh, and Otto, Otto kicked him, picked him up, <laughs> shook him. Like, like didn't say that. a word to him. Yeah. Didn't say a word. Aegon's gonna have some issues. Now I did like the fact that we saw, I think it was five dragons at one time. Oh, yeah. During the funeral. I was like, mm-hmm. oh. So I know it had to have been um had to have been Sea Smoke, had to have been Vagar. Who are the other ones? Caraxes, maybe. Caraxes. And um, I forgot what Rhaenyra's what Rhaenyra's dragon's name started is. with an S. It starts with an S. It's like Caraxes, but it's it's close to that. And then there was one more. So, uh, Rhaenys's dragon. Rhaenys's dragon. Yeah, she had. Yeah, but would she have? Was... Oh well, no, I forgot they were on Driftmark, so her dragon would have been there anyway. So yes. yeah, okay. Yeah, but then when the king left, it was three dragons in the air. Yeah, because Rhaenys's dragon wouldn't have left. Mm-mm. And then maybe Sea Smoke stayed behind because Laenor was quote unquote dead. Yeah, so it would have had to been Aegon's dragon. Would it have gotten that big already? Well, one was far away where you couldn't really tell what size it was. Uh-huh. Oh wait, no. But it's three flying with Yeah, it was three flying with the ship. With the ship. And that has to that has to belong to one, we know one was Vagar. Right. So mm-hmm. it was two others. And two others. I don't know. So that's I interesting. Know. I don't know what who because could be. if Rhaenyra and Damon both rode their own dragons, then those dragons would have been left behind too. So I don't know. Unless they sent them ahead. But they wouldn't follow they wouldn't be following like Viserys and Allison. I don't know. I'll have to go back and, and relook at that and see. If I can tell which dragons they are, or see if I can find something online, because I know somebody has freeze mm-hmm. framed and looked at it, and probably has that information online as far as which dragons were actually there and which ones um, 
left once the king left? Hmm. So. That, that is a good question. Mm -hmm. Now I'm questioning, was it three? It was three. Okay. There were three. Mm hmm Yep. Because I, for a moment, I was trying to figure out who, what dragons could have been, because Vagar was the only one I would have known. Okay. Then one would have to have been, um, Aegon, which is it's like gold, no sun, something. Okay. It's gonna be. We'll hammer. figure that out. We'll figure we'll, it out. We'll figure that out, but um. Yeah, all out war is about to happen. Which is, like I said, uh, I don't know if they would do two big events in the next episode, but I kind of sort of feel like Viserys is probably down and out next episode. Or, I don't know, they may, they may stretch him out until nine or ten and just end the season with his death oh and... I, i'm sorry oh you looked it up did yeah. you just look it up i did they're saying um the daughter has a dream fire she has a dragon does okay. she have a dragon mm. is that a spoiler Probably so because then... oh, yeah 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 so that would be three so Dreamfire, Sunfire, and Vagar. The Sunfire is Aegon's dragon. Well, they didn't even list his dragon, so that's odd. Well, I guess we'll see. But um, I'm trying to think. I feel like there was something else that I wanted to mention about this episode, and now I can't think about it. I can't think of it. So I, it'll probably come to my mind once this one has been, you know, released and I'll just have to mention it for the next episode. But um, I think that's it, right? You guys have anything else you want to say about this episode? No, I'm, I'm good. Mm -hmm. oh, I mean, Eamon caught them hands, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We got those paws on them. I don't advocate violence amongst children. However, that he deserved that, it. That scene was fun to watch, even though he was whooping their asses. I mean, it's four on one, and y'all like. Yeah, he just kind of threw them all off of him. <laughs> Again, that's that. Yeah. That's that trainer from Sun Cold. Yes. Yeah, it was. Mm -hmm. but how unfortunate. Hmm, how unfortunate. But he's tough. I, I have a feeling he's going to be a force to reckon with. I'm not saying nothing because I think I know how that part of the story ends. So on that note, we will end this right here. You can find us online at www.fandomhybrid.com. We are on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Fandom Hybrid. We have a Discord channel. You can find us there at Fandom Hybrid Podcast. We are on YouTube. You can watch our videos there and listen to us on all major podcast streaming platforms. Thanks for listening. We hope you join the conversation next time. Bye.